Hello and welcome to the first edition of The Pulse for 2014. Later in this week's show, we talk to China watcher Ching Chong about whether the pro-Beijing United Front is actually as united as it might be. And we look back on 85 years of a grand old dam of Hong Kong, the Peninsula Hotel. First though, while many people have been nursing hangovers on New Year's Day, others were out marching in the hope of seeing universal suffrage in Hong Kong sometime in the foreseeable future. The New Year's Day rally was co-organized by the Civil Human Rights Front and the Alliance for True Democracy. Protesters marched for a variety of causes, but the central theme was the desire for genuine universal suffrage in the 2017 chief executive election. Organizers estimated that around 30,000 people took part, many fewer than the 130,000 they estimated did so last year. At the same time, on the other side of Victoria Park, there was a long queue for a polling station for the New Year civil referendum. The Secretariat of the Occupy Central with Love and Peace campaign had asked the public opinion programme at the University of Hong Kong, POP, and the Centre for Social Policy Studies at the Hong Kong Polytechnic University, or CSPS, to create such a platform for the public to express its views on the principles of the CE election. Smartphone applications also provided another way for people to make their views known. The objective is to prepare ourselves for the um, um, civil referendum, the most important one in June this year. And today, if more people can participate, more people will, will be familiarized with the, the uh, uh, voting methods and voting system. And so there will be more chance that the uh, coming uh, most important one, uh, so, uh, most important civil referendum to be run uh, smoothly. Around 62,000 people voted, either at the polling stations or via a Hong Kong University website or smartphone app. Some had problems making the technology work. The public were asked to support or reject three proposals that the representativeness of the chief executive nominating committee should be increased, that there should not be a pre-screening mechanism and that an element of civil nomination should be included. However, even among pro-democrats, not all accepted that the poll was a good idea. Despite the turnout rate being far lower than last year, the police were out in force.
Compared with last year's July the 1st rally, this time the police opened up more lanes and room for the protest at its source. They also had a two-layer blockade along Hennessy Road in Causeway Bay to stop people from joining the rally shortly after the beginning. For this year's rally, the Occupy Central with Love and Peace campaign took much of the spotlight. Organisers estimated that around 4,000 participants stayed at a Chater Garden gathering to learn more about the group's plans and vision, and also to equip themselves for the occupation of Central, should that day ever come. Several people have brought baskets of tomatoes to throw at an image of Chief Executive Lang Zhanying. Two of them were hauled away by the police. Another female protester lay down on the baskets. Okay. 
其實我哋需要有持久嘅勇氣，我哋先至可以面對得到。大家有冇呢個持久嘅勇氣去面對呢啲嘅暴力啊？俾啲掌聲大家。總數三個計埋咧，就係有六萬二千一百六十九條嘅六二一六九，佢唔係一個。隨機抽樣科學訪問，但係佢係需要市民身體力行和平理性投下你嘅意見。如果呢一種和平投票嘅制度都做不下嘅話咧，可能真係要和平戰爭啦。你會覺得咧，就係有機會係因為即係依一個政改嘅諮詢咧，其實未去到最後嘅階段啊。咁所以市民咧，可能未必睇到一個即係迫切性去走出嚟上街行。喺關鍵時刻咧，其實鄉民係願意出嚟咧政治表態，但係你琴日好明顯咧，即係係冇呢個即係咁個即係嗰個政治作用啊。咁所以有啲人覺得我投開票就係表態啦，所以咪反映咗喺表態嗰度咯，係咪最多人贊成係個問題唔明啦？如果要反對收選咧，有效反對收選咧，唯一嘅方法咧。就一定要堅持有公民提名，就係、是、咁簡單。咁但係呢個運動係做唔到呢樣嘢啊嘛，所以好多人咪唔去咯。Earlier this week, Lao Shukai, former head of the Central Policy Unit and current vice president of the National Association of Study on Hong Kong and Macau, upset and surprised some by saying that disunity within the pro-establishment camp is responsible for the administration's current difficulties. Disunity is a problem or a series of problems generally laid at the feet of pro-democrats. We asked China watcher Ching Chung whether the United Front is perhaps not so united after all. As far as I understand, the so-called pro-establishment camp has ne never been uh, as united as what the outsiders would think. And I think uh, the recent uh, so-called split is just a, a natural development of this long-term discord within the camp. And that's a discord between two groups, essentially. Who, who would they be? First of all, you have the, the local communists. They are uh, more or less the, the belonging to the working class. And are now largely represented by DAP. Yeah. Mm. And then you have another camp uh, representing the uh, pro-Beijing business establishment. Because in the past, under the banner of so-called uh, United Fund for Patriotism, the class differences between them is not stressed, but by and by, this difference uh, surfaced now. And what is different now? I mean, what has changed? I mean, first of all, you can see that there's a uh, actual uh, de facto defection of Zhang Yuxing. He openly called for a major detente between the pro-Beijing establishment and the pan-democratics to I think this is a very severe uh, uh, split. And he, of course, is a very major figure within the traditional leftist camp in, in Hong right. Kong. That's right. That's right. And because of his standing, uh, he, he, when he openly called for a major detente between Beijing and, and, and the pro-democratics, this is going to 
drive a wedge within the traditional pro-Beijing communist, uh, local communist camp here. And then we also see the uh, boycotting of uh, the Liberal Party's uh, anniversary dinner. To me, this is also a major split within the camp, at which has surfaced. I mean, the Liberal Party has never really enjoyed the trust of Beijing ever since the 2003 incident, when James Tain uh, broke rank with the pro-establishment not to vote for the enactment of the 23, Article 23. This is the anti-subversion legislation. Yes, that was in 2003. And since then, the Liberal Party has, has never been able to recover Beijing's confidence and trust. And, and I think Beijing has also taught several lessons by withdrawing support for the party during several uh, election campaigns. Well, what does that mean for politics in Hong Kong at the moment? I think that comes to the actual vote counting in the legislation, Legislative Council. And uh, I think Beijing is very worried whether the five votes owned by the Liberal Party would be following its call to pass any bills that, 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 that Beijing feel uh, interested in. I think this is a very critical thing. And besides, I think uh, the pro-establishment party would also learn from previous lessons uh, that if they told Beijing's line too closely, they could embarrass themselves seriously, like the legislative election reform program in 2012, right? They have been towing Beijing's line too closely. And then Beijing made an about-face turn, uh, leaving them all feel very embarrassed. This was when they made a compromise with the Democratic Party. Yeah, that's right. To some people, uh, they would then follow Zhang Yuxing's uh, lead in becoming, in trying to, to think independently. And I think this is causing uh, 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 some uh, is causing Beijing's uh, 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 vote uh, when when a major controversial issue comes up. But by and large, I think the pro-establishment camp is still follow Beijing's order to a very great extent. But in general terms, do you think it's fair to say, following that, that, that the pro-democrats are still more divided than the pro-establishment camp? Everyone knows that the pro-dem is is, 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 is splitting seriously. But uh, not too many people know that the pro-establishment is similarly split because of their different degree of adherence to, to Beijing. And Beijing sees this very seriously. They, uh, Beijing sees, sees, sees this as differing degree of loyalty to it. And, and, and therefore it will, I think Beijing would try to use all sorts of uh, means to make sure that the pro-establishment camp would vote as one. And I think uh, uh, they will spend more time doing so. Oh, Ching Chong, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. And finally, 
Just last year, one of Hong Kong's most venerable institutions celebrated its 85th anniversary. It's been a home to glittering Hollywood movie stars, a weekly tradition for some of Hong Kong's most well-heeled families, and at one point in history was even a much-feared military headquarters. When the hotel first opened on 11th December 1928, 85 years ago to this day, it staged the greatest party of the decade. At the official opening by the Deputy Governor, Mr. Southorn, of the first upmarket hotel in Kowloon, built in the tradition of the great railway hotels in Europe. It's one of the rules for the hospitality business. Location, location, location. When the Peninsula Hotel was first built in Chim Sa Choi, it was directly opposite the quays of which ocean liner passengers disembarked and close to the Kowloon Railway Station. Kowloon, although it had a slightly seedy reputation compared with Hong Kong Island, was the last stop on the Trans-Siberian Rail Link that brought travelers from Europe. It was an ideal spot for a hotel destined to take advantage of the increasing number of rich visitors to Hong Kong. It's played a role in history too. When the Japanese occupied Hong Kong in December 1941, British colonial officials, led by the governor of Hong Kong, Sir Mark Aitchison Young, signed the surrender documents here. The hotel was renamed Toa Hotel, or East Asia Hotel. The new Japanese governor and his staff were quartered here for the three years and eight months of the occupation. It was also the Japanese headquarters. Despite suffering severe damage in the war and coming under aerial attack, by 1950 it had its original name back and was firmly back in business. For many long-time Hong Kongers and the international wealthy, it's a part of their lives. It's teas and tea dances, for some a generation-spanning family tradition. Okay, 
咁至於、呃、我同正式嘅咧，我同媽咪同埋哥哥就有 overlap 嘅時間喺呢間酒店度一齊共事嘅。我我父親喺以前嗰邊度 captain 噶嘛，咁做咗八年到啊，咁佢過咗身啊，咁我先入得嚟啊。嗰陣傳統嘅陳吉順路噶。Personally, um, feel the most um, proud of is the way we can keep such a strong sense of family uh, in the hotel, and I believe that this is why our guest comes back three generations over. They, they feel that they are coming home, and I'm very proud to say that I, I believe that most of our staff they feel that this is their home away from home, and, and the colleagues they're working with are, are part of their family, and that is so difficult to achieve in, in an organization with 950 staff members. Are you ready?